that name and things change situations change illness changes God at the mention of your name there's no sweeter name oh no sweeter name than the name of Jesus no sweeter name have I
to get to know him as a healer, as a deliverer. Is there anybody in the house that's ever been healed? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Jesus. That's why we pray for the sick. That's why we pray for the hurting. And that's why we pray for America. And we are going to God in prayer tonight for the Freeland Armstrong family. And uh, for those of you that may not know, uh, Wanda's dad, Virgil, passed away. The funeral is tomorrow. Let's pray for Jody Bolware and I see you with COVID. Brother and sister Dale Hood are in need. They have a COVID thing going. Alex Robert, Alexis Roberts has, a, has had a four-wheeler accident. And uh, Johnny Cyrus, Dawn Price is in a lot of pain. But we are, I want you to come up to the front. I want three or four of you ladies to come join with her. Uh, in a few minutes, Brother Griffith's going to anoint her with oil. Lloyd Usry is having surgery. Brooklyn Poole is at home, thankfully. Garrett Landers. That's right. I, uh, I tell you the truth. That was such an experience to walk with them and to hear their gasping a time or two and then to feel the breath of joy and life coming around. It was just just awesome. So Megan Spann and Garrett Landers and uh, Ralph Dove, Bob Bolton, T.W. Hush, my uncle. He's been my uncle all my life. <laughs> Lois Weems, Lucille McFatridge, Dennis Shannon, Billy Bolton, Chaplain Steve Gibbs, Walton Andre Irwin, Mildred and George Pratt, brother and sister Proctor, and I talked to her this past week, and I tell you, God just keeps giving her such faith power in her voice, and so your prayers are absolutely working. Billy and Vicki Trinata, I tell you, watching them negotiate with the master I like it and uh, we are walking with the Bristow family and and all the preachers in this city actually I want the county I'm telling you folks we are going to make a difference don't worry about how many crowd in here worry about how many we are affecting out there we got to get the light out of this building they're not all going to come here so we're going to carry light out there, and it's working. I've already heard it too many times from too many people. If you have a need in your body, please feel free to come to the front right now. We are going to anoint with oil, and we are going to congregate our minds around an empty tomb because we know if he can get out of a tomb, he can get you out of a sickness. In the name of Jesus.
shall be given, pressed down, running over, full of good measure, shall men give into your bosom. So it's not just the offering, it's the spirit of giving that creates that aura, that phenomenon. Father, I thank you for this people that care about a house called the house of God that care about the ministry of the Word of God. And they dare to challenge the darkest night with your glory. And then they surrender their labor of love, working with offerings financially and praise. I pray the blessing of the heaven and angels all over their place. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. God bless you tonight as you give as unto the Lord. Why would I worry when giants are calling my name? My God is so much bigger than the troubles I face. Why would I hunger for power of riches or faith? so much better than all of these things I won't be shaken I won't be moved my God is faithful his promise is true so I'll speak to the mind
when she was several years ago and I'll never forget the Lord gave me a word of wisdom for her and I went to her 
and told her. She received it as a younger lady. And I watch the hand of anointing and the glory of the Lord working in her life. And I, I realize that word of the Lord, receive ye me. And what, what a joy it is to see so many of you that are doing the very same thing. The broken and a contrite spirit is a very, very valuable thing. To have a place where the word and the seed of spiritual revelation takes its toll. I mean, you know, if, if this were only the World Series we were sitting at, if if this was just the Super Bowl, and uh, if this was just a trip to the Rockies or to the Smoky Mountains or to Hawaii, that would not even get close to where you're really headed to. This is a whole lot more than just getting together in a building and sitting on cushioned benches and in the comfort of atmosphere that's transformed into a tenable way. I want to tell you that the bread of life is huge. The bread of life nourishes every brain cell, every life-giving ability of the body. It's not like, oh, well, no. It's like, it's me, and he is catering to my life he birthed me he has kept me and he's trying to get me ready to go to the big world that he has allocated and purchased with his own blood so these are not just another service Oh, I got to go to church. It's Wednesday. I got to go to church. It's Sunday. No, 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 no. I'm going to visit the king. I am going to anticipate his servants following people home that come visit the king because he puts bread in the hand of his spirits, his servants. That is a big thing. And so the spirit of peace and the glory of the Lord is a huge thing. I mean, you know, becoming president. Can you just imagine Brother Ronnie Morton being president? That would be something because we would get a lot of fraternity from that. We would get some benefits that we're not getting. But he cannot give us what the word can give us. But he lives a life of the word. And because of that, he benefits the body of believers. And he also benefits the, ben the people out yonder. 
We've got to get this vision clear. Because without a vision, the people perish. I'm not talking about a dream. Most people have a dream. And that is, they're just going to sit in a big fat recliner up in heaven. Bring me some coffee. That's their idea of retirement. They're going to go to Hawaii and stick their feet in water they've never stuck it in. I can tell you, a good bath will do more for you than a trip to Hawaii and ocean. And a good bath of the Holy Spirit and the Word washing out doubts and fears, inhibitions and weaknesses and all of that junk that gathers from all the stuff going on on Facebook and on texting and on all of the other stuff that's happening around here. I'm telling you, there's a few good text and there's a few good Facebook things that are coming on. Uh, So-and-so got healed or so-and-so got filled and that's wonderful and I like all of that stuff. But I'm here to tell you that being in the presence of the preaching of the Word of God and being in a prayer meeting where intercessory prayer is going on is going to merge the glories of your dream with the glories of his ability that's big that's worth coming tonight for just that little day but God's got some bigger stuff and so tonight uh, we're going to move as forward as we can and uh, somebody say Come out and be separate. That's right. And, and, and that whole idea, you, you can dress weird in this generation and be separate in a sense. Uh, I mean, right now, it's not like it used to be. I'm talking about weird. That sure is a casual response. Evidently, you had not seen some of the people running around here I've been looking at. I'm telling you, there's some goings on around here. And some of the places that they're going and what they're doing at some of those places really got me intrigued. And I cannot tell you how glad I am that mom and dad insisted that I get the word in my heart, that I get the word of God in my mind. I cannot tell you what it's like to listen to people that have gone to church a lot and they are still misfits with the kingdom of God. Righteousness, peace, and joy is where you fit in with the kingdom. Righteousness, peace, and joy. Our children, our neighbors need to understand without equivocation. Righteousness and peace and joy produce godliness, holiness, and the thrill of the beauty of of the fruit of the Spirit, and then many times the giftings of the Spirit. That's awesome stuff. And so tonight, let's move as forward as we can. Ask not what, what? I can do for my country, but what my country can do for me. Have y'all noticed that? I don't work, but I expect everybody to take care of me. I don't pray, but I expect all the blessings of God to happen. 
we've got the most beautiful opportunity we have ever had, and that is to share the real bread with the lame, the pitiful, the powerless, and those that have a need. We can inspire them. You don't even have to say much. I am seeing so many things happen. It is just blowing my mind. And so seemingly the God part has a tilt. Have have you noticed that's sort of tilted? And you notice I normally have it squared up. Oh, did I hit that thing? I'm sorry. Back it up, if you will. Are you rushing me? Ask not what your country or church can do for me, but what can I do for my county, city, or best? What can I do for my Savior or my neighbor? The two basic commandments, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. The reason for that is you can't do much for loving your neighbor if you haven't been in relationship with the Father. But when we are in touch with the Father and we're eating on His table and using His authority and using His ability, we can go to the pitiful, the Lazarus in the gate and say, rise, because I'm telling you, I've been eating from the king's table and I'm fixing to take you to the king's meat. I'm fixing to give you the thing that got me from where I was to where I am, and then we're both going to where we are belong to belong forever. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you right now the greatest opportunity is in our lap. I wish somebody'd just tell yourself out loud, I'm the child of a king, and he is the king of kings. And I am a child of the Lord who made the heaven and the earth. And he is the Lord of lords. There is in him no lacking. There is in him no inadequacy. And so I want to get close to him because he is willing. If I'll come to him, he said, I'll come to you. But he's not going to force his power into our life by joining any local group. So ask not what your country or church can do for me, but what can I do for my country or city or best, the Lord of hosts, and then my neighbor. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. What is that joy? Has anybody realized that scripture again? He endured the cross He endured the cross. Brother Mike, come here a minute. How much do you weigh? No, well, don't tell us. <laughs> Aren't y'all enjoying Brother Mike? I tell you what, Sister Jane Lay prayed a good guy into this church. All right, you, you're going to have to play like the cross tonight, so just get on my back. Now, that's about as much as I can handle right there, so. He endured the cross. Some people are a cross. 
for the joy that was set before him. He endured the cross. If you are going to have the joy that he had, you're going to have to endure the neighborhood. You're going to have to endure what's happening around here right now that's bringing minimum results to our county and our city and our schools and all of the above. We can't go to church to go to church. We got to get to Calvary where the cross makes the difference, where we enjoin ourselves to the one who endured the cross for the joy that was set before him. He endured the contradiction of sinners so he could save them and get them out of their hell. He endured all of the above and all of the beneath so that you could come to his table and find bread enough and to spare and others are perishing with hunger. There's a th- thousands of people going to church and going home the same way they went. I'm not willing for us to do that. I am here tonight to get some bread, some intravenous feeding into our spiritual attitude, our spiritual nature. I'm not willing that any should perish. We're going after them. We're not waiting till they get here. We're going to them. That's what he did to me. He came when I was pitiful. He came when I was in pathos. He came when I was weak. He came when I was ignorant. He came and he has shared with me a joy I cannot begin to enunciate. The kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling to a, somebody say, far country. It's a long ways from holy to get to a lost world. He came from a far country. Righteousness, peace, and joy. And he endured that nasty cross that men and women that he came to save were more than willing to give him the pain. Don't want him doing that in vain for me. You talk about hell. When the people's eyes are open, and they will be open, every man will know at that moment what they missed. You talk about hell. That's just to miss a bus when you're going to see a lover. That's just to miss an airplane when you're going to a big vacation. But, brother, let me tell you something. There's no more preaching over yonder. There's no more altars over yonder. You want to take advantage of the altars while you can. You want to take advantage of the bread while you can. You want to take advantage of the water of life while you can. I'm here to preach to us and teach us that there is no rival for this kingdom living. There is no rival. I'm telling you the patheticness of man and humanity and all and we can come to him and cast all our cares on him and put all of our worries on him and put all of our fears in him and then rise to walk and dance and praise him for giving us this golden opportunity come out and be separate it's like a it's like people out China that don't have a clue what's happening it's like you mean you gotta live that way 
And it's about the most insane thing when you get over on this side. You mean you, you can't cuss and lie to your wife or husband? When has that ever blessed a child? That they lie to each other. That they try to expose their bodies to all kind of other people to attract attention to them. And then the kids raise up and they think that's going to make them a great person. And then they want to do drugs to get to be that great person. And then they want to do all kind of weird stuff to get to be that great person. And then they find out it was all just a wall. It was a painting that had no real life to it. It was vagrancy. It was emptiness. It was pathos. But I found a way that is above all. And that is the Messiah who leads us out of the empty and into the fullness of the God. He out of the pitiful and into the powerfulness of God. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a whole lot more than going to a building. It's going to the king. So he's trying to really thrust this thing in. He came as a man traveling to a far country and called his servants and delivered to them his goods. To one, he gave five talents, another two talents. To another one, one talent. But every man according to his ability. I want to tell you that God's never going to call you to do something that doesn't have an equivalent of glory associated And what you're going to see, the beauty of this is that he had received the five talents, went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. Likewise, he had received two. He also gained other two. He had received one, went and digged in the earth and world and hid his Lord's money. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. Heaven is the same for the guy with the little talents and the big talents. Because he did the will of the Father. See, it's not about how many talents you got. That's why he said, do not judge yourselves among yourselves, for that's not wise. Tanner Bowden, would you stand? Good gracious. Have you been growing more? What a guy. Didn't y'all remember when he was about this tall and sat over here? And he just kept eating those beans and potatoes. But while he was eating beans and potatoes, he was living off of the bread of faith, fellowship with God, fellowship with the Word of God, fellowship with the glory of the King. Brother Tanner, when I watch you use your talents up here but when I watch them when when you use them in our world they're both beautiful it's a joy to be a pastor over a young man that grew up just following the little crumbs and now you're sitting at the king's table eating meat wow Can anybody thank God that you fit that criteria too? 
Can anybody praise him with a loud voice? Because he was loud enough to get through the din of all the other voices. Oh, God, how could I do anything but praise you? After a long time, somebody say a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth. The word reckoneth there has to do with judge, with them. The gratuity of God is worth all our servitude. Now, and I wish someone said loud. loud. That's where you're going to be forever. He said, this, 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 you can't even hardly even imagine this little 70 years compared to time shall be no more. Does anybody want to stand and praise him for getting a door open that we could get through? Does anybody at home want to stand up out of that chair and praise him in your house? Does anybody on that in that car listening to this want to lift one hand and praise him with your eyes open? Oh God, what a God. Oh God, what an opportunity. Oh God, what a life to live in the presence of kingliness. Oh, I wish you'd turn around and look at your brothers and sisters. Now, those on the back, man, you don't need to turn around because you're going to be looking at them when they turn around and look at you. What a joy. How good and wonderful it is to gather together in heavenly places. Hallelujah. It's a strength to turn around and see somebody worshiping God. It strengthens us. It strengthens our kids. It strengthens all of us in a way when people are worshiping together the unity of the glory of God. And thank you all for the music. And it's not always easy, but I, I see them come up here. and They get here an hour and a half early and they start getting this thing rolling. They'll start practicing during the week. It's a workable, workable, workable thing. And then we come in and we make it worth it for them when they see us begin to praise the Lord with them in the spirit of their ministries. I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be worth it. If we have to have three-hour services, it will be worth it. If we have to have five services a week to stay on top of this thing, it will be worth it. Some of you take that many baths a week. it take for some of you to cook a good meal can most of you do it in 20 minutes if we got a good microwave you can if you got a good freezer i watch my wife for all of the birthdays of our family cook the day before and sometimes two or three days before she's looking at them papers trying to make sure somebody's got a deal on a roast or some meat that that we need to give them it's not going to just happen. 
No, 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 no. These young'uns and their, her, her daughters, and, and matter of fact, we're going to see uh, her other daughter, and God only knows how many grandkids we're going to have in Arkansas before this thing's over. You Kelsos better hang on. I mean, this thing's growing by leaps and bounds. It's just two of us got this thing started, and look what she has done now. Don't you ever worry about it. Now, I'm, I'm trying to get you another little part of this. So, okay, we got kids and family in Arkansas, but they're no less part of our life. And you are going to have people on the other side of town, and they're not going to be any less part of your life. I'm telling you, there's people all over this county that are looking right now to see if you're for real and if you're going to endure such contradiction of sinners and you're going to give up your post in the kingdom of God and righteousness and holiness and joy and peace and glory. I'm telling you, we're not giving it up in this place. The altars are going to be filled with fire because we're going to put the sacrifice of flesh on the altar. We're going to put the sacrifice of the will of God to work. We're going to put the sacrifice of this kingdom to the place where we serve him with joy, serve him with gladness, serve him with a thrill because He know, we know he'll never send us to a bear and a lion that he won't be there to conquer the bear and the lion. He'll never give us a place where we got to take the children of Israel to uh, over to another land and we get to the Red Sea and think things are over and it's all not going to work out. No, 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 no. At the Red Sea, he's going to part the waters. Don't you give up now. Don't you quit because there's some opportunities to give you reason and ration filled to quit. No, no. Stay in there. Shout unto the king. Praise him with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Have a great time in the house of God. It's a time for us to tell our neighbors, go get it. The kingdom of heaven, is that, is that the one I just done? After a long time, somebody said a long time. The Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth. Somebody say judge. So he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents. Lord, thou delivered us unto me five talents. I've gained five talents more. And his Lord said, well done, UPC of Paris. You wouldn't give up because a storm hit. You wouldn't give up because COVID tried to annihilate the faith and the confidence because a few died. You wouldn't give up worshiping and praising God because it was easier to quit. You just would not. You kept the faith that was once delivered to the saints. That's why you need to go read Hebrews 11 every now and then and see those guys pushing and shoving. And when they didn't have all the people they wanted to help gather around them, they just kept marching. They were weak at times. They, went, they didn't all do perfect. And they didn't all do right all the time. But they kept the faith that was once delivered to the saints. They kept the vision of help 
helping one another. They kept the vision of love your neighbor as yourself. They would not give up. They would not quit in spite of their frailties, in spite of their weaknesses, in spite of their shortcomings. They didn't say, well, I guess we'll just give up. I guess God's probably tired of me. God's not tired of fooling with you. He would never have died if he wasn't going to follow through with his plan. He said, if you sin, we've got an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous, who is faithful and just to get us up again. If you get weary and well-doing, be of good cheer, for he's going to renew in you a spirit of victory and glory, and you're going to be dancing again in a few weeks. You're going to be dancing again in a while, because greater is he that is for you than he that is against you. He is the bloodline that don't know when to give up. So he also that received two talents. See, some of you may not be as bold as Brother Jeff and Brother Mike. Stand up again. I like you standing up again. I never did figure out in my early days why. See, he looks a lot like my dad. Dad was just. And people would come around and tell me, what happened to you? I mean, the audacity of some of the church people would say. I mean, some people were supposed to, you know, give them credit for having a good sanity. Ask me. Like I had something. Don't ask me. And don't you let people mess you up because you don't have the same giftings as somebody else. You were created to be you. You were not created to be a big Jeff. And you weren't created to be a ball, I mean, a, 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 a Mike. No. You were created to be you. And if you don't like what you see in the mirror, tell Jesus. Don't get down on yourself. Now, God, why did you give me this beautiful face? Why did you give me this great mind? Why did you? The mirror is the word. Thank you all. The mirror is the word. We can't afford to forget that. The word of the Lord is a mirror of the soul. And when you look in the word and you don't see yourself, that's when you want to start rubbing off self so you can see yourself in the mirror. And and when you see who you really are in the word, you're going to start dancing and you're going to start getting drunk in the Holy Ghost and you're going to start talking in tongues as the Spirit of the Lord gives the utterance and you're going to pray prayers that your mind can't come up with. For he that speaketh in a unknown tongue speaketh not unto men but unto God brother let me tell you something it's going to be a tongue talking generation that rises up praying in the Holy Ghost working in the miracle world and the power of the redeemer I'm here to tell you I've never been so thrilled to preach this gospel in my life as I am right now I'm here to tell you that Jesus is alive 
I wish we'd stand up all over this building and praise him. I mean, give him the kind of praise that they give some of them football players, baseball players, basketball players. God, I thank you for Wednesday night revival. I thank you for the word. I thank you for the Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah. I wish you'd smile at somebody before you sit back down. It doesn't make any difference if you've got five talents, two talents, or one talent. If you'll just double what you are, you're going to find out the results is the same. His Lord said unto him, somebody say them, because it it fit all three categories. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. I called you to be a servant of the king, but you're not going to live in the pathos of what you thought servitude was because your servitude is going to bring one or three or two or four or five or ten. There is going to be a revival of people and we cannot afford to go to sleep right now and to get complacent on our benches. We are going to be up and about the master's business. He went to the pitiful. He went to the poor. He went to the rich. He did every day. When you read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you're going to see he made himself available to the world. He made himself available to the world. He only got 12 out of the world to walk with him in every city and to to follow him so they could understand that he is reaching out. Mama, wife, glorious daughter, I'm here to tell you he was constantly blessing. He was constantly giving to the pitiful and he constantly gave to the weak and the weary and the hurting and that's what his body is going to be doing when the trumpet sounds. His body's not going to be sitting somewhere in a chaise recliner and all of the other above I'm telling you what's about to happen is the church is about to head to the the skid row areas and get those buses going again brother Ronnie I cannot tell you how it's been many times I'd watch out that door and see that old bus rise up again and I'd see those little children get off and some of our wonderful church people would walk out there and greet them and some of them would actually get on the bus and go I'm here to tell you I'm telling you that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. This church got here because people gave. They didn't just give money. They gave themselves. They gave their mind to thinking about how can we reach our world? How can we teach our world? How can we live that will attract our world to watch us and to look at us and wonder? I'm telling you, that's what the king is all about. And that's what the seed is all about. It's well done, thou good and faithful servant. Oh, hallelujah. Brother Tanner, would you stand up? Matter of fact, come down here and join me a minute. How many of y'all glad to have another Malone here? Was there anybody here for old Brother Malone? Brother Ronnie, stand up and tell us about him. Oh, you were just a child. 
his granddaddy. Isn't it amazing how the seed is working in him? And and guess what? I saw his uncle out there today trying to help us get that water out of that uh, place out there in that, uh, where y'all used to mow and used to weed eat and used to plant flowers and all of that stuff. I'm here to tell you that courtyard. It, 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 it's beautiful. And then I saw your uncle out there today. Was that your uncle? What was that, your brother? Oh, you didn't know he was here? Sister Calico, who was that? It was your dad. <laughs> it was his dad. That spirit of that whole group constantly gave us the best of service. And man, I saw him out there sweating, working, and I thought, and then we got one of his own up here playing music, up here walking and working with the king. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I'm going to make you ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. I wish you'd look at somebody and say, that's going to be you one of these days. Thank you. Going to be you one of these days. Don't you cave in now. Don't you give up now. Don't you give your place to somebody else now. Hold fast the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Fight for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Worship the one that give us the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Serve the one that was once delivered to us the glory of the king and the the power of the king and the authority of the king to rule this body and make it do things that would please the king. It's not about ruling your neighbor. It's about ruling your body. It's about ruling your mind. It's about the spirit of the Lord that rules and reigns forever. And I don't want to get out from under that rulership. I don't want to get out from under that administrator. I don't want to get out from under the leadership of the Holy Ghost. As many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. I want to never lose the genes of that great, great, great bloodline of the mighty God in Christ who gave to us a brand new bloodline through His name. That's where you get the bloodline. Then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew I was nothing. I knew people in the church didn't really like me that much. And I knew really that, that there was never going to be a place for me. So I, I, just, uh, I just sort of hung on for a while and finally just eased out the door. That's why we're going to let brotherly love continue. You're not going to get down and find this church helping you get back up. You get down for a minute and somebody is going to say, Hey, man, let me tell you something. 
I've been through hell myself. But you hang on. There is a God that has been through hell. And he rose out of the grave of earth. Sheol. And he rose again. And I see that spirit working in you. And I see that glory working in you. And I see that victory working in you. I see that future working in you. I see that wisdom working in you. I see that understanding working in you. I'm here to tell you tonight these are not just another night service at the local assembly. This is a night when we eat the bread of life and we grow in grace and we grow in knowledge and we become more sanctimonious as a unity and we become more together in our unity and we look around and say yes she's with it and yes she's with it and yes he's with it and yes he's with it. You ain't gonna find me sitting around and snoring barely hanging on till he can get through preaching is he through yet oh my god I got a TV show I got to go watch oh my oh it looks like he's opening another frame on the screen Oh, God, what I can't wait to get home and get some strawberry cream pie. I got one in my refrigerator, is why I'm saying that. (laughs) You're not going to find me playing games up here. I'm going to do everything I can to get your attention. I promise you that. He did it. I said he did everything to get their attention. He he ripped the loaves and the fishes. He did all of the above. He did anything he could to get their attention so he could feed them the real bread, so he could give them a little word, so he could give them a little glory, so he could give them a little invitation, so he could broaden the picture and say, watch watch me now. Watch me and see if I'm going to live what I preach. And I am declaring that tonight, that if I don't live what I preach, then you ought not to come hear me or fire me one. I was afraid. I was scared somebody was going to laugh at me for shout. I hid my life. I, I just sat in the corner and let everybody else do the worshiping. They, it just sometimes it looked awkward to me, and I just couldn't see myself out there crying and praying over the lost and and shouting and rejoicing with the leaders of the singing and all. I just was afraid. I was afraid that people would make fun of me. I was afraid that I wouldn't fit in. I was afraid that I couldn't do it right. I was a get out of that business. You don't have to be afraid with the king. He is a servant first of all. He came and gave his life a ransom for every one of us. You count as many as much as anybody in the whole world. Then he which had received one little talent. He didn't get to sing on the stage. He didn't get to preach. He he said, I knew you was a hard man reaping. So I I just sort of covered my light at the job because I didn't want him to know. I didn't have, uh, you know, I couldn't play like Brother Tanner Malone with that, that that thing he's got with those strings on it and him rubbing that neck. I couldn't do all of that. So I'll just be back here and sit and 
Maybe, maybe an angel will come make me jump. Maybe an angel will come and throw my hands in the air. No, no, no. That's why you got to read Psalms 146, 147, 148, 149. It's you he wants to see. It's you he wants people to see. Did he not tell you that you were a living letter? Did he not tell you that you were a living epistle? Known and read. For people to come to this church and not show them means they did not get it. This is a life changer. This is a mind changer. This is a game changer. And when you go out there and act like the world, they don't think you got anything at church because you're acting just like them and you're faking it just like them. And I'm here to tell you we're not going to fake it. We're going to faith it. Faith is a critical issue in salvation. Don't you let the fact that some have messed with it. Don't you let them get it goofed up. Grace is a very intricate part. But for somebody to only give you one part of the definition of love is a fake. They could give you a Rolls Royce, but if it don't have an engine in it, where are you going? If it don't have a steering wheel and a transmission, where are you going? They can race the engine. They can mouth a bunch of stuff. Racing the engine is equivalent to racing the, uh, you know, us, us, us guys that had uh, uh, glass packs and dual exhaust and all that stuff. 396, bored out pistons uh, and all of that stuff, Brother Ronnie. You know what I'm talking about. And you're sitting there in that garage and rev it up. And, and you know what I'm talking about. And they'd get out there at the racetrack and they, they, they'd do that. But if, if their transmission goes out or if they have a flat tire, they're just going to be sitting on the sideline while making all that noise. I'm not here to make a lot of noise and not go anywhere. I'm not here to make a lot of noise and not go anywhere. Did I say that already? I'm not here to make a lot of noise and not go anywhere. I am going to engage my faith and I am going to walk out in the middle of the lion's den and I'm going to say all of you lions spirits and all of you covetous spirits I'm not going to say it vocally like that I'm just going to deny it a voice in my life you're not going to overcome me I'm the signature of the king I am the signature of the redeemer I am the signature of the coming messiah I am the signature and you're going to know a difference I was afraid and went and didn't tell anybody I talked in tongues. I was scared to death. <laughs> they would make fun of me. And if I did Psalms 146, 147, 148, I know how they treat people like that. So I just hid my talent. I, I like going to the church, but I'm not going I'm not going to get out and demonstrate. That's why he came to demonstrate what it means to have God in you. No, you're not going to do it all in one night like he did it. He was born of God as birth. His birth was that. But it only took him half the time it takes an average man to gain all of it. 
three score and ten is 70 years. He did it all in 33 and a half years. That's phenomenal. And he said, as you see the day approaching, the river's going to get stronger. The dynamics are going to get stronger. The revelations are going to get stronger. The realizations are going to get stronger. And so he said, in your patience, you possess your soul. But don't let your patience get you. Oh, I guess it's not going to happen. Oh, God. I heard the entire projectile preach that you still don't have it. Thank God I ain't never been rejected. Thank God I ain't never preached. Well, if he's a good one, he's going to say the same things I'm preaching. You know, I had to have a little better. I'm growing every day. I don't mind telling you. I don't ever intend to go back to what I was 38 years ago, 39 years ago when I got here. I'm never going to give up what I had. But I'm not giving up. Getting more. He said, grow in grace and in knowledge. I wish you'd tell your neighbor that so they'll get it. And now ask them the big question. When did you stop? Uh, no, don't, don't ask that. When, when do we stop? Oh, well, I'm going to stop. That's why I put you in Because I have been to too many Pentecostal churches where they sit and look for a good sermon or somebody else to do this or somebody else to do that. I think he's already going 45 minutes. What did you do today? Huh? I can't hear you. He's making too much noise. Huh? What are you going to do tomorrow? Does that sound like somebody focused on the king? Don't let your mind wander. And worship keeps it from wandering. W-O-N-D-E-R-I-N-G. Wandering, W-A-N-D, is going wandering into the future that you don't understand, but you know you're going to understand it because when you practice it, the wisdom of it becomes great, and then you have the knowledge that you need to negotiate any stairs at any speed that you are having to do it because he is the Lord God, and he furnishes all of the energy you need to get done what you got on your vision. The Lord answered and said, you wicked, slothful servant. You mean you sat in all those services and you were there and you reaped where I sowed not and gathered where I'm not strong? You got out there in the world and had more going than you had in my house? More interested in how... To do things out there than you are in the house of kings, queens. That's who you are. You're going to rule and reign with him forever. It's not going to be up there and all them angels doing. And the angels are practicing now. How many of you, they bring you a Coke when you want a Coke? 
No, no, no. They say get up and get it yourself. You got the faith. Because faith without works is dead. When you want a Coke, you go to the store and get it. When you want glory, you go to the house of God and get it. When you want victory, you go to the prayer chamber and get it. When you want love, you go to the King of kings and the Lord of lords and get it. And I'm not waiting on somebody else to give me my future. He has already given me a door. He's already given me a wisdom. He's already given me a letter. He's already given me power. He's already done it. They ought us to have put your money to the exchangers and then at my coming, I would have at least had one person out there said, I knew I should have got ready because old Joe, he, he kept telling me how great it was. I knew, I knew because I saw those young ladies and they's up there praising God and they weren't dressed like the harlots and they were loving God with all their heart, soul, mind and strength. And I tell you, I, I should have done something. That's what's going to make it hell. Take therefore the talent from him. Somebody say, take the good that was in him. Not going to leave you not with one hope. Not with one joy. That's why I tell you to get your neighbors to read Luke 16. Their hell may not be as bad as you think, but it's sure not going to be as good as you think. Take the one talent. Righteousness, peace, joy, and then the fruit of the Spirit. There's not anybody that hasn't tasted at least one of those fruit of the Spirit. Patience, kindness, gentleness. They've all tasted it. They've got a talent. Go get what they do have and take it out of their hand. That's what's hell. Not one moment of enjoying one hot dog over a fire. Not one moment of enjoying getting together in the holy place and putting a sacrifice on the altar. Not one moment. This, this is in the book. This is not some thing I come up with. Take therefore and unto everyone that hath. Is my son-in-law still up there? Brother Darren, I've told him. God had his hand on that guy. Would you stand up? They can't see. Can Can you read it from there better? Or would you read verse, let's see. 29, real good and loud. I mean, like, like you're really wanting to get Kyron to get in the house quick because there's a storm coming. Read it one more time. They didn't get it. A little louder. Now read 30. That's Luke 16. 
not one more preacher. Would you send an angel to help me, he said. No, the angel is the church. All you, a pastor. All you got to do is read that book. The angel of the church is the pastor. And you don't want an unprofitable servant as a pastor. That's why you want to pray every day. Don't let him up. Put him through whatever he's got to be put through so he can preach bread that enamors the church. Don't you let that prayer get by you. Because if you'll pray that prayer, you'll expect God to answer that prayer and we'll have meetings just like tonight. Uh, Anybody feel an anointing in the house tonight? I wish we'd praise him right now for the anointing we feel in this house. I promise you it's him. It's not, it's not just Pastor Meyer. There's a glory cloud hanging over this place tonight. There is a glory cloud hanging over this city. God's not willing for our young people to not have a church. God's not willing for our young people in this city or county to not have a church that is filled with his glory. I wish we'd pray for every teacher in every school right now. There is war going on out there. God, I pray a host of angels be attracted to Lamar County, Delta County. Oh, God, to Hunt County. I pray a host of angels, angels of the Lord to move in every church every preacher's life God if they've got a little bit of you give them the rest of it if they've got a touch of God give them the glory of it if they've got a touch of God give them the wisdom of it if they've got a touch of God give them the knowledge of more oh God do not do not let us go do not leave us The last stanza, and this is not the last. I'm going to show you one more picture here in a minute. Somebody say, God is light. And God does not play games with salvation and forever. And there's too many leaders playing games with the blood. That doesn't mean we're not going to love them. You need to know that. We're going to see, but not love them. He saw everything, and he loved the people that he saw. That's not easy for just what we call religious people. They are more tempted to castigate, say, look how pitiful they are, instead of go into tears and travail for them. He endured the cross. He kept having to crucify his flesh to have the church that he wants you to be. I spent one night in jail. And would you believe that the jailer 
was a UPC man from across town. Brother Dan Rigdon had to go home and tell my mother and dad I was in jail. And he said, get in that car. I wound up in the jail with about 16 drunks. None of them had run across a yard. Bunch of vagrants. They began to call me Mr. Fast. And when that door opened and Brother Jones from the Bossier City United Pentecostal Church recognized his friend across town and his friend had a son named Robert L. Meyer running across a yard. I was a jailbird. Be sure your sins will find you out. Dad came down there that next morning as if I would not say yes. He said, if you'll promise me that you won't ever do that again, I'll get you out. I said, you ain't got to worry about it. But I didn't know that Charles Harris, one of our missionaries to be, was our Sunday school teacher, was going to call on me to pray the prayer after as soon as I got out of jail. I barely got out of jail to pray that prayer, Brother Jail, I mean, Brother Minister. So I know what jail ministry is to a degree, and I did a little more than that. But I'm just trying to tell you, there was nothing about that jail that made me real thrilled that I was able to run across a yard. Your sins will find you out. And that was not as bad of a sin as I really ever did, but it was one that woke me up to the realization that obedience is still better than sacrifice. Could we stand? It didn't make me feel good 
to be in jail. Wherefore, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. Touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and I will be a father unto you. Would you reach your hands toward our Father and rededicate your life to his honor, to his wisdom? Father, we come as hungry children. You have set a table for us, a table of bread, thoughts, spirits, that help guide us to that person that will fill the streets with a testimony of redemption. We are going to leave this building with our minds made up. We're going to tell the world about the bread. We're going to hand them tidbits of bread. Sing it. This altar's open for anybody that wants to make a physical commitment. Just to come for three or four minutes and pour your heart out at the altar of sacrifice. The altar's still a great place to go. Sing it. Oh my God, let the tears flow. There's hurting kids. There's hurting children. There's some kids that will never know what it's like to pray. If the church don't be up and about the Father's business. God, I'm going to pray until Touch the hem of your garment. Not going to live in a religious prison. I want to be free. Free to help whosoever will. If you're at home, please find a place to kneel down for a few minutes. Let's touch the hem of his garment all over this city. for us to just shut the music down just for a minute and cry aloud the Bible said that's a word out of the book cry aloud out of the depths of your soul God make me a river of life that's it 
I thank you, He's got God, angels for watching. Mercy and grace. Thank you, God. Hila Bahana. It's all right to pray in the Holy Ghost right now. You are worthy. There's nobody like you. There's none beside you, God. Every child. Oh, living for you. Every school teacher. Oh, every leader in our city. I need you. I need you. I need you. I need you. If it's comfortable, I want you to take a, a hand or put your hand on the shoulder of somebody close. Bible said if one can put a thousand to flight, two can put ten thousand to flight. We're fixing to join our faith one with another. We are going to put thousands of demons to flight. They're going to wake up tomorrow to a new church revolution. They're going to sense that the church is not asleep. The church has not given up. The church is not weak. That's it. Cry aloud. Travail in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I don't know if Denny's can hold all of you, but if you want to, feel free. I love you. One of the greatest nights of the week is spent in the presence of God. The preaching of the word. The glory of the Holy Ghost. Have a great night. Keep praying for your preacher. Keep praying for your world. Keep praying for your neighbor. It's going to happen. God's going to use you to do it. That's why you got to do the praying. God, God bless you. Thank you for being here.